0: This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator, and I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, this is Dr. Kate, and I wanted to do a podcast episode on So You Found Out You're Pregnant what next? How do you what are your options for what kind of birth care provider you're going to have and where you're going to deliver at? And I've had two kids and I had different um, place for delivery for each. So I have experience with um, delivering in a hospital setting with a nurse midwife. I also labored with um, a lay midwife at my house ahead of, ahead of time. And then I with my second, I delivered with a nurse midwife in a birth center down in Pittsburgh. So you've found out you're pregnant and you've got to look at the different options. So essentially there are three options for where you can deliver. You can deliver in hospital setting. Which is the most common um, and you can deliver at a birth center. Birth centers are um, run by nurse midwives, and there's a difference between a nurse midwife and a lay midwife. Those are run by usually by nurse midwives, and they have to follow some guidelines um, with where they're located and how close they are to a hospital with uh, the ability to deliver babies. So um, they've got some regulations they have to work with, and then you can always deliver at home. And that would be at least in Pennsylvania, that would be with a lay midwife. Um, To my knowledge, nurse midwives are not allowed to deliver babies at home. Um, So it would have to be a lay midwife. So I guess the first thing would be what are the differences between the lay midwife and the nurse midwife? Um, It would be their schooling and how they um, get their qualifications. So with a lay midwife, they do an apprenticeship, work with under another um, lay midwife and basically learn the trade and that's how they've done it for you know centuries midwives have been around forever um highly used all over the world and just like with any profession there are good and bad the lay midwives that i know personally are phenomenal um been in the baby Bringing babies earthside for decades, and the one in particular that I know personally, I respect her a lot. She knows a lot about um, all things birth related and is a phenomenal resource for both education and then delivery, prenatal care, postnatal. Um, she actually helped me labor at home before. I went to the hospital to deliver my daughter and that was planned that way for a weird circumstance. But a nurse midwife has their bachelor's in nursing, and then they go on to become a nurse midwife. And actually my doula who I interviewed on here a few weeks or months ago, um, is going on to school to be a nurse, become a nurse midwife. Um, And they typically deliver in the birth center setting or in the hospital setting. And they work underneath an OBGYN. The other option would be to use an OBGYN. And I have had some care from an OBGYN while pregnant with my first, but I only saw her a handful of times. And that was just to get accustomed to her just in case something went wrong and I needed a C section, she would have been the one to, uh, deliver for me. So I can't speak really. I'm not well versed in that, what that would have looked like had I delivered with, with the OBGYN route. Um, so if you are trying to make up your mind, whether you want to do home or birth center or hospital, um, one thing to, you know, the first thing to decide would be in the home setting, in the birth center setting, you're not able to have an epidural. So you're not able to have an epidural or pain meds, um, at least at the birth center I was at. The birth center I was at with my son allowed... um, nitrous uh to be used as to help relax you and that sort of thing i didn't use it um i had already delivered my daughter without anything so i just didn't think i i didn't think much about it once you kind of get in the zone at least for myself i was just really focused and it didn't even occur to me to ask for it i knew it was available i just kind of forgot about it um so that's the only kind of extra measure that they can bring in in there. And they also, I don't think typically use Pitocin, which is something that they use to um, speed up your contractions and help induce labor at the birth center. They use it after delivery to help with any hemorrhaging and that kind of stuff because it contracts the uterus and helps with that. I didn't have that for either of my kids, but it it was an option. Um, to big, you know, decision point with whether or not you pick birth center, home or hospital is if you feel like you want that option for epidural, or you know, you want that option, then you would go to the hospital. With the birth center I was at, they have a close relationship with McGee Hospital. And that would have been where I would have delivered if anything had have happened, and. It wouldn't be as though if you you don't just get transferred if you are, um, you know, in a very dire situation, you could transfer if you thought like, I just can't do this anymore. They would still transfer you and you could, um, you know, get to the biggie and have an epidural or pain meds or anything like that. Um, So that would be the big difference between the two. We do have some local lay midwives here that actually um, deliver babies at their own house. I have never met them, but I have patients that use them and they love it. They, you know, it's a, there's less mess for them at their home. It's set up for this lay midwife's house is set up for that. Um, So there's also that option I forgot to mention. Um and another thing to keep in mind is to always tour the area or the facility that you're considering because they're not all identical um in with both of my daughter's birth and my son's birth. I originally was supposed to deliver at a birth center, a different birth center with my daughter, and it closed a couple weeks before I was due, so I did switch in a very short amount of time to a hospital to stay with my nurse midwife um but that birth center was very similar to the pittsburgh birth center that i had my son at um both lovely facilities set up like with all the things that you would want for birth very um nice subtle uh lighting and comfortable decor like a big king-sized bed that you can rest in labor in after you have the baby you can have you know just a nice recovery time there um the baths the tubs that you can labor in which some hospitals have tubs that you can labor in and you should definitely ask when you're touring it because like with the birth center that I delivered at you could deliver in the tub and at least in my area some hospitals do have tubs and you're allowed to labor in them but you're not allowed to deliver in them so that would be you know something to ask if that's something you're interested in I thought maybe I would want to deliver in a tub and then when the time came I was like oh no this is not for me So, you know, everybody's different and what you think in your mind might be exactly what you're looking for. You you might get into the actual throes of things and realize that that is not for you. Um, So there's, you know, checking out to see if they have a tub for laboring or a tub for birthing, you know, um, seeing if they have squat bars, most hospitals have squat bars. Our local hospital does not have squat bars that from a biomechanical standpoint, as a chiropractor, those are great to help you squat, shift the hips around and get that movement of each side of the pelvis to help baby engage and make those maneuvers through the pelvis. Um, If your hospital, if you don't have any options and your hospital doesn't have one, don't worry. You can always use your partner to kind of hang on and support you and do a similar um, kind of thing. Um, The other thing to ask the different facilities, if you've decided you you don't want to go the natural route and you want some intervention you can ask the hospital you're at do you have nitrous um, do you have the ability to do a walking epidural So you know there's different types of epidurals and it's good to know ahead of time what your hospital can offer so a, a walking epidural would allow you the ability to still get up and move around so you have more mobility sometimes epidural regular epidurals you're you know, uh, confined to the bed, you can't move much. Um, there's some downsides to that, biomechanically speaking, for being able to shift around and help baby maneuver through the pelvis. Because um, when you're lying on your back, you're not letting gravity do its thing, and you're also not able to. Um, open up the backside of the pelvis and let the tailbone drop down and open up the pelvic outlet as much as would be helpful. So those are some things to think about um, when you're in that process of deciding what looks best for you. Or, you know, there is there are so many different options and so many different things that you can fine tune to what works best for you. And we had done an interview on a birth story months ago, and we talked about, you know, being flexible because, you know, I didn't do an epidural and there are reasons for that. I didn't want a badge of honor for just suffering through pain. I didn't want a C-section because it's major surgery. So I wanted to make that, um, as far out as a possibility as possible. And there are some things with epidurals that make you more likely to have a C-section and I didn't want that. So, and luckily everything worked out for me and I was able to deliver, no problem, no epidural. But if you're in so much pain and not able to relax and sometimes that epidural can be the game changer to let you relax, let the pelvic floor relax and let um, the baby come down and engage and deliver. So, you know, don't try to be flexible with any um, birth plan and just know that it's every baby you have is going to be different and your experience will be different from your friends, your sisters, your whatever. Um, so the other thing I would ask when you're, you know, checking out different places to deliver would be, um, do you have rules about eating, um, with the birth center and laboring at home? Typically there's no issue with eating or drinking while you're laboring. It's my... First midwife said, think of it as training for the biggest physical event of your life. And why wouldn't you fuel up and hydrate when you're doing a marathon? So birth centers and home births are fine with eating and drinking. Some hospitals have issue. It's come around and drinking is usually fine in hospital settings, but sometimes they frown on Heating, um, and that depends on the provider you have so you really that's twofold deciding where you it to deliver at and who will be delivering is that's gonna be a game changer as well um so asking the food question and the um drinking question and asking how they'll if they insist on you delivering on your black on your back or if you're allowed to deliver in other positions i know for myself for both delivering my son and my daughter there's no way i would have been able to deliver lying on my back i wasn't on my back the entire time with my son not once Um, and i just didn't have them check my dilation you don't really need to do that um And then with my daughter, they checked one time, I threw up everywhere. It was horribly painful. It was just not a good position for me. And I remember thinking, I don't know how my mom did this. She delivered both myself and my sister on her back, no meds, no epidural. And I think I would have probably died (laughs) that way just from my immediate pain from lying on my back. so for myself, it would have been a non-negotiable if, they, if I had gone to a hospital or provider that would have insisted on that. So that would be something to ask. And you never know until you get there. And um, just with how the outlet of our pelvis is shaped and gravity and... Having your tailbone scooped in and kind of in the way of delivering a baby, lying on your back really isn't the best way. And for some people, they deliver super easy on their back, and that is great. But if you um, don't, then you need to be able to move around and get into that optimal position. I had rather large babies, they both had 100th percentile heads. My son was over 10 pounds. Um, I think I needed every little sliver of space to get his giant head out. So, you know, that's another thing to keep in mind. Will the doctor or midwife work with you? Usually midwives are kind of like, I'll deliver a baby on the toilet. I'll deliver a baby wherever, squatting, anything like that. Um, so something to ask. Uh, The other thing is, you know, um getting to know all the different doctors in a practice because you're not just gonna have one doctor that delivers treats you the whole time and then delivers your baby. Like they're humans too. They have to have coverage and they cannot be available twenty-four or seven of every day. So making sure that your um, the other providers all align with how you see your ideal birth going. Um, when I delivered with my first midwife and the OBGYN she worked with, I liked her a lot. I asked her all these same questions. We're all on the same page. It was great. Um, with my son, I actually followed that midwife to a different practice. And when I went, she said, you know... We are short a staff person. You might get one of the um, doctors, not one of the midwives, if there isn't coverage and you won't have the birth you want. And I was really thankful that she was so honest with me and I really liked her. And I didn't want to deliver with someone else, but I didn't want to have an experience, a bad experience by um, not having one of the midwives that they that they had there, so I switched and went to a birth center down in Pittsburgh. So definitely something to ask about the stance of every doctor in the practice that you pick. Um, another thing is that at least in Ohio and. I'm not sure. I didn't deliver in a hospital in Pennsylvania, but in the hospital in Ohio with my daughter, their rules are that once you hit a certain dilation, your nurse midwife is with you the whole time. So I really didn't have a much experience with the nursing staff in the hospital because the nurse midwife was there the whole time because the lay midwife that is one of my friends sent me, waited and sent me to the hospital once I hit seven centimeters. So I didn't have um, to wait to see my nurse midwife very long. Uh, And she probably, when you have a nurse midwife delivering your baby, they're there a lot. They're coaching you through um, the pushing phase and, Helping you get in different positions to help baby engage and get down lower. Um, Doctors, as what I understand, I haven't had a birth with a doctor, but from what I understand, the nurses kind of take over that role and the doctor comes in when it's time to push. So it's a little bit different. And so then you have, you know, do I have a good relationship with the nurses and you're not going to, Uh,
1: interview nurses before
0: you go to the hospital. But typically, I know a lot of labor and delivery nurses, and they're all very passionate about what they do. And I think that most of them that you'll find are super intuitive as to what people need. But if you have a certain type of birth in mind, and they're used to epidurals or whatever, you know, I would let them know ahead of time that you, you know, you maybe if you want the more natural path, and you're doing it in the hospital, let them know so that they can be encouraging instead of just asking you constantly if you want meds or an epidural or that kind of thing. Um, Because sometimes they're just used to that more medically driven birth process, just because that's what they see on more of a regular basis. When I had my daughter the next day the nurse asked me if I wanted pain meds and I was like pain meds I just did the hard part without pain meds I feel fantastic I don't need pain meds now but um and she was just kind of like I don't understand what you mean you don't want pain meds but um and I didn't have very much tearing so I was lucky very lucky in that way um but One way to make sure that you have that support system and help with getting into different positions that are beneficial, like the whole spinning babies concept, that's a great resource. I'll link it below. I use their stuff with my patients. Um, That would be a great way to bring in a doula to your to your birth plan and that can help you get the kind of birth you want in possibly the setting. That's not your ideal. Um, I had a doula for my son. She was fantastic. I interviewed on her on here. So if you want to know anything about the doula stuff and what they do and that you can listen to the interview with Dr. or Sorry, not Dr. with Lily Carter. Um, and she has a doula business in Pittsburgh. Um, Doulas hold lots of different rules, whether it be prenatal, birth, or postpartum. Uh, I think it's a great addition to help with getting you the birth that you'd like. And actually, in our my local area, we have a really cool program that the I think it's the county has free doula services to the local community and i think they have a certain amount that they can take on per so many months but that might be available near you so that is something to look into as well um and i knew one of the doulas that had done it and she's not there anymore but she you know also very passionate about all things birth related and getting people you know no judgment at what type of birth you want or anything like that, but helping people get educated and pick from a place of knowledge, um, rather than just kind of going along with the flow of things. Um, because really that's, that's the most important part is being as well versed and knowing all the different facets of it so that you can make the most, Educated and best decision for you and your family because that's not going to be the same for each person and family. So, that is our little spiel or to help you if you are newly pregnant and want to know what venue do I want to go in home, birth center, um, hospital, and whether it be with a nurse, midwife or a lay midwife, or an OBGYN. So I hope that helps. Let me know if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know, because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.